Hey, and welcome to the Happiness Project Podcast, where we are all about taking action to living our happiest lives. My name is JC, and I am obsessed with giving you tools to help you take you from where you are now to where and who you want to be. In this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share stories, tips, and tricks to help you truly live your happiest life. I don't promise to have all the answers, but as a once beat down, burned out teacher, I am passionate about helping you find yours. Let's do the dang thing. Hi, how are you today? Welcome back. We're going to talk about one of my favorite topics, which is self-care, but I promise this isn't going to be an episode of self, self-care self the fluff, right? Like we hear all the time, like practice self-care, get a massage, get your nails done, right? But this is going to be the, the real side of self-care that we're going to chat about. So first off, let's talk about what self-care isn't, okay? Let's talk about what self-care isn't. Self-care isn't work. What I mean by that is like your actual job. It isn't going to work. It isn't even like if you're starting a business, it isn't even that. Self-care is not that. And we have really lost sight of that in the sense that we think like, oh, I feel really good when I work, when I go to work or I get this done for work. We feel so good about it. But really, that releases the same endorphins as if you were to check off a to-do list. And a to-do list is not self-care. I even like to say sometimes like organizing is self-care, but it's not. Even that's not self-care, which is crazy. And I know some of you are going to say, well, self-care should be something that you enjoy. And I 100% agree, but I also have to be on the other side of that. And I have to say that self-care also has to be something that you don't enjoy. For example, a workout, right? Not everyone wants to work out, but it's something that is so good for your mind and for your body. And you don't always want to do it. It's not always fun, but it's something so powerful that can impact you just on the daily basis. And there's so much research that backs that. So you have to remember that self-care isn't always something that you enjoy to do. It isn't always something that's going to get you excited and get you just pumped up for life, right? It's something that is actually going to to try you. It's going to push you. It's going to um, help you be better. Another example of this is a morning routine. I hear all the time, I am not a morning person. I am not a morning person. You can become a morning person or heck, you might not even ever become a morning person, but you can get your butt up in the morning and do a morning routine, which is so, again, so powerful. It's so, so powerful. Um, And I don't just mean like a morning routine where you, you know, get your kids up, maybe watch some cartoons. I don't know, (laughs) that sort of thing. What I mean, an actual morning routine is one that revolves around your mindset. And that is a routine that a lot of people don't want to do. Because it's hard working on our mindset. It's not always easy. It's not always fun. We don't like to put in that work because working on your mindset requires you to face demons and to face struggles that you might not want to face, but you need to, right? Um, I learned that on my own mindset journey that it wasn't easy. There were some mornings I didn't want to do it because it re- pushed me to really face the issues that I had been trying to shove away for so long and the issues that I really needed to address so I could work towards to becoming better and a happier person. I didn't want, you know, I didn't want to do. So 
You have to remember that self-care isn't always something that you're going to want to do. Now, on the other side of it, right, self-care can be the fluff. I don't want to give you the fluff, but it can be. It can be a massage or a mani-pedi. But something that I try to teach my clients is that self-care doesn't have to cost money. Self-care can simply being be, I'm sorry, going outside, sitting in the sunshine for five minutes. That can be self-care, something that's good for your mind and body. Again, vitamin D, holla, right? Um, Something else can be simply just playing with your kids or snuggling your dogs if you have them. Um, That's me. That's where I fall under, right? Self-care can be taking a bath. It can be reading a book. It can be catching up with a, a, a friend that maybe you haven't talked to in a while. It can be a workout. It can be going on a walk. It can be so many things. But what I really want you to take away from this is that self-care isn't work. Self-care isn't work. We have to separate the two. Yes, does it feel good when we accomplish our to-do list or accomplish something for work? Absolutely. But it's not, that's not self-care. That is just simply being productive and releasing those awesome hor- or hormones, <laughs> those awesome endorphins, not hormones, um, that are telling you, hey, good job. You got it done. You know, tomorrow's a new day. So please, please, please remember that. Now, another thing that I want to say just about self-care, I know you're probably like, if I hear self-care one more time, my brain is going to blow, but I promise I'm super passionate about this just because I really do think self-care is something you should do daily. It it shouldn't be something that you do once a week. It should be something that you do daily. Anytime I talk to a teacher that is super burnt out or even just someone in general who's super super burnt out, I ask them about self-care. And most of the time they say, ha, like who has time for self-care? But what a lot of people don't realize is that self-care has to be put into your day daily, even if it's something small. And we also get this mixed up. We think self-care, like I said, needs to be like a mani-pedi or a massage, something that takes hours and hours of our time when really self-care is something that you can do with for five minutes. And if you don't have an extra five minutes to put towards you in the day, that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. Whole nother day. And I'm also going to say this. So many people, there's tons of studies, so you can Google this. I'm not going to give you all the research science behind this. Have said, of, I want to say, is it aver- on average, um, like 70% or 75%, I think it is, of people spent or spend like anywhere from it's like four to eight hours on TV or and then then some on social media. So when we say we don't have time for things, that's not true. We just have to kind of reassess our time and where our time is going. Is your time going to something that is helping you become better or is it going towards you to help take care of yourself or is your time going towards something mindless? Now, you could argue and say that, well, you know, TV is self-care for me. It's a chance for me to just sit. I enjoy my husband and I, or my wife and I, we have a TV show that we love to watch. And then that's my self-care time. And yes, that's totally fine. But I'm talking about hours and hours and hours and hours of TV and hours and hours and hours of social media. That's where we have to reassess. Okay. So um, you do have time. You have time for five minutes. And like I said, five minutes can be something as simple as waking up before your family does and journaling. 
It can be something as simple as taking five minutes for yourself after work to just completely, you know, (laughs) de-stress and just not think about the day, you know, change your attitude. Maybe you had a bad day, something that you can do that just pours back into you and recharges your energy, so to speak, something that you can do that does that, that is self-care. That is self-care. Work is not self-care. Are you tired of me saying that yet? But for real, it's not. And I think the reason why I'm so passionate about this is because for so long, I thought that if I checked off every box on my to-do list, I really was taking care of myself because of how accomplished I felt, for how good I felt, for how um, you know amazing it was, all the things, all the things. And what I didn't realize is it was a very unhealthy relationship with my to-do list and with just accomplishing daily tasks. It was very unhealthy. Um, and it wasn't actually taking care of myself. It was causing me stress because if you listen to one of my previous episodes, I think it was the Power of Three episode, where I literally valued my worth on these to-do lists. I thought, oh my gosh, if I don't get all 59 things done, I am worthless. I'm lazy, right? And that is not, that, that does no, that's no good. Even if you get all 59 things done, that is not self-care. That is not pouring into yourself. That's doing absolutely nothing for you other than completely stressing you the heck out, right? So I want you to remember that. Now, I want to leave you with some tangible tips that you can take. Um, the first tip that I want to give you is, you know, let's say you are super busy and you're working multiple jobs and plus you have kids and plus you have a family and you're trying to do all these things. How, where do you start? I personally, if I were you, I would start in the morning and I would start within the first five minutes and I would do something that would pour back into me. Now, remember, it's not something that you necessarily want to do, but it's something that needs to be done. And that could be journaling. That could be listening to a podcast. That could be reading a book, something that just pours back into you right away in the morning so you can start your day off right. And we're going to talk more about morning routines later on really how to start your day right, but you can start by journaling. That's what I did in the beginning. I journaled. I wrote down three things I was grateful for. And then I just kind of wrote down my thoughts. So you absolutely can do that. The second tip is I want you to sit down and to look at your week. And I want you to plan out self-care every single day. I want, even if it's five minutes, even if it's for an hour, I want you to plan it out. And remember, self-care looks different for everyone. You might not think going on a walk is self-care, but you might think talking to a friend that you haven't talked to in a while is self-care. So plan out that phone call, plan that conversation, right? Do, do make an actual effort. Don't do, do. (laughs) You can tell I'm passionate about this. Um, make an actual effort to do the things that are going to make you, you know, that, that are going to pour back into you. And the third and final tip is don't feel like you have to spend money. I, I hear that all the time. I don't have money for a massage. I don't have money or not even that you don't have money. You might not want to spend it on that, right? Well, you don't have to, you don't have to associate spending money with self-care. That's not They don't need to be associated at all. I want you to associate self-care with something that pours back into you. And if you are going to tell me that your job pours back into you, I'm going to call the BS flag, okay? So do not even try to tell me that. I want something that truly pours back into you. Think mind, body, soul. Mind, body, soul. And also think it's not always fun. 
right? It's not always going to be fun. It's not always going to be easy, but I promise you it will be worth it. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. I hope you always remember just how proud I am of you, especially if you're listening to this, you're wanting to become happier, you're wanting to become better. And I just hope you know how proud I am. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a friend or post it on social media and tag me in it so I can personally thank you for getting the message out. I'm so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you. Until next time, I'll talk to you soon.